Welcome to the Public Health Joy Podcast, the safe space for real and honest conversation about what building a public health research career is really like, the challenges, the triumphs, and all the lessons we learn along the way. I'm your host, Dr. Joy, a public health researcher, PhD survivor, and entrepreneur. In part two of today's episode, we are continuing the conversation with Chioma Inaji about not only navigating the challenges of manuscript writing and publishing, but also how we are joining forces to demystify the manuscript writing and submission process and how you can ride along. This is where research meets relationship, and together we will find our public health joy. So in thinking about the other challenges, right, around manuscript writing, and we talked a little bit about this earlier, but just totally not understanding the manuscript writing and submission process from beginning to end. And sometimes even when I think about all that it takes to even try to get published, I'm like, who came up with this system? Come on now. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't for us, it wasn't for us. It was obviously not intended for us, obviously mm-hmm. intended for a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how do we overcome this challenge of just understanding how to navigate such an intricate system mm-hmm. and a system obviously not designed for everyone, mm-hmm. a system that does not foster or pay as much attention to accessibility? It has gotten better. Even collaboration and partnerships, it doesn't, I mean, it really is based on sort of colonized ideas around sort of how do you produce knowledge? Mm -hmm. That's what it's based on. And you produce knowledge by, I am the person who's the expert. I know all, and I am going to sort of go through this process to protect my knowledge until it's released and it's stamped on. It's my knowledge. So- Whatever it is sort of to be, my name will be there. And I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, another reason why I'm passionate about this is in a lot of ways, knowledge from particularly Black women, knowledge that Black women have produced has been taken, mixed up a little bit, and someone else put their name on it, Mm -hmm. right? And as black women, we're doing the work, right? You know, and or we don't have access to sort of what we're talking about, right? So we're doing the work. Next thing we know, we see our information, our knowledge are all up on, you know, historically, we know how sort of our, as black people, what we've created has been sort of taken, you know, whether it's in sort of scientific knowledge or, you know, with black culture. But, you know, this understanding that our knowledge has always been sort of taken (laughs) and someone else put their name on it. Right. And so being able to use this avenue is one avenue for us to say, no, we actually produce, this is actually how we think, and this is valid. And this is what works for us. And you need to call us up if you have any questions or if you need us, if you need us to come and talk on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, That's sort of like another reason why I'm so passionate about this, what we started. Yeah. And in thinking about, you know, those challenges of trying to navigate that process is like there's so many, you know, I think about the phrase that's coming to my mind is, you know, people say 
there's not a seat for me at the table, right? Then you have some people who say, well, I'm going to bring my own chair to the table. Mm -hmm. Bring my own chair to the table. Mm -hmm. And then you have people say, I'm going to create my own table, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And so I think for me, and I think for me, this idea of of understanding the manuscript writing and submission process is, is a mixture of all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's a mixture of all of that. How do we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bring our folding chair to the table? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we set up our own tables? Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, the kitchen table, right? That's the core of the family unit where things mm-hmm. are shared. Mm-hmm. And so having that table is so important. But if you don't know how to get to the table, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't know what size mm-hmm. this table is, if you don't mm-hmm. know if there's room for you. Mm-hmm. What type of chair to bring? What type of chair, right? What type of chair to bring? Mm-hmm. Right? You need to bring a stool. You need to bring mm-hmm. a folding chair. You need to bring a recliner. Mm-hmm. To the what time to bring it? Mm-hmm. What time to bring it? Right. Even if you're gonna bogart the whole thing, at least you need to know the time. Okay, I know you said four, but I'm gonna show up at two. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, and knowing who is already at the table. The table. Right. 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 Who's already there? Right. And who you need to bring with you. You right. might need some backup. Right. I mean, I think all I think that's a beautiful analogy because, you know, when you really think about it, I'm a strong believer for everybody got to fight in the game. Right. And that means some of us are fighting within the system. Some of us are fighting outside the system. Some of us are fighting all up in both places. Right. And so, you know, when you think about this analogy about sort of bringing your chair to the table or creating your own table, like, you know, the question of who's already at the table is for me sort of, you know, who's the journals? Who are the editors? You know, who are the people that you need to talk to to see if sort of your article is the right fit? All that kind of stuff, right? You know, bringing, of course, sort of a direct sort of understanding, bringing your chair to the tables, like bringing your article, but it's also sort of like that type of chair, right? We get into all that, right? Like there isn't just a scientific peer review manuscript. There are other options, other ways in which you can bring your knowledge to this platform, right? And so really thinking about how diverse our chairs can be so that when we sit at that table, we feel as though we're speaking the way that we feel comfortable speaking, right? Mm-hmm. When that, you know, everybody else at the table has, you know, what, like a King James chair, right? You know, like those, mm-hmm. right, right? And you come, you know, and, and you look at like, I don't do King James chair. Like that ain't even comfortable for me. Like I don't do mm-hmm. that. Like I need my folding chair, like the like the cookout, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's what I know, right? Like there is space for that. So, you know, I appreciate that, you know, what we've done is we've broken down all of that. Mm-hmm. We've broken down, okay, let's start from, you know, you have now your goal, your purpose. Now, how are we using that to move us into sort of the logistics around developing a manuscript, you know? And so everything from, I don't want to be telling everybody, you know, because I look, y'all got to come to the next, <laughs> I don't want to be telling you everything. I'm excited. So I just want to be, you know, I need to. Pull it back a little bit, right? Pull it back a little bit. But we get into it so that we even, you know, it ain't just us talking to you. And I, and I think also, Joy, the other thing that we've created is space for people not to know, including ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. 
because both of us are still in our own journeys. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're still in our own journeys. Yeah. So we're not coming to the space, whether you, you know, come to our manuscript manifesto or, you know, what we'll be talking a little bit soon is like our manuscript writing A to Z and some of the other offerings that we have. When you come to them, you're not coming to a space where it's like joy and Chioma are the all know be all. No, we're serious about creating a community where we are all collectively sort of learning and growing, right? If I don't know, I'm going to find somebody who knows, though, because right. I'm committed to your development, right? I'm committed to you learning. And if I don't know, then I'm like, oh, I need to figure that out, too, for myself, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, so it's really sort of creating a space where it's okay that we say, I don't know, and then we build no. from that together. Yeah. And like we said earlier, that co-learning process, right? We're all in this together. And so in in talking about that, let's shift a little bit and talk about the workshop that we created called Manuscript Writing A to Z. Mm. Now, this particular workshop is interactive. And what we focus on are what are those fundamentals of manuscript writing and publishing in public health? So what are some of those writing principles? How are you going to identify your impact? What are some of the questions you need to be asking yourself before writing and publishing? And how do you really figure out what are those things you need to know that's going to set you up for a a clear direction on your manuscript journey. Now, I did not say that that clear direction was a straight line. It sure was. <laughs> I did not say you, you go. Now, now, look, I'm gonna give an analogy here. In the South, I don't know how y'all do it in the rest of the in the rest of the country. The world. But, <laughs> but in the South, if you ask somebody for direction, come on now. They not gonna say, "Oh, you take Interstate fifty five up the road ten miles." They are gonna start talking about Grandmama House. You get off on two seventy seven. You take a right. Like mm-hmm. it ain't gonna. Be, it's gonna say, "Look, you are gonna go up down the road." Right. <laughs> right. Right. Go down the road. Right. You remember when Grandma right. used to go and get them? <laughs> you gonna turn, you gonna the turn down the, down by the top sign. Right. So you gonna go up. You gonna go up over yonder. Right. Up right. down by Deacon Smith's house. Right. Then we right, get right, to right. Deacon Smith's house. Right, right. You're gonna, gonna go pass around. it. You're gonna, you gotta, gotta pass it. it. Gotta right, 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 right. You're gonna go around the curve. Right, 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 right. And right. by the time they finish giving you directions, you're like, where am I supposed to go? Right. Like, like, right. but once you start traveling the path, it is a clear direction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a clear direction. You know where to go, but you can anticipate the twist and turns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. Like you can anticipate the twist and turns on the journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're not gatekeeping this information anymore. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So we are making sure that you have the information that you need mm-hmm. to gain the insights, connect with other folks and be mm-hmm. able to navigate the essentials of manuscript writing and publishing and what does that look like across all different dimensions of the process mm-hmm. right and so we're actually going to be hosting a mother manuscript writing a to z workshop in november 2023 so if you want to learn more about this particular workshop make sure that you join the script squad our email list at bit.ly slash the script lab. So make sure you get on the email list so you can get all of the information. And what I love about this particular workshop, and we've done it a couple times, but what I love about it is the expiration. Mm-hmm. The expiration, 
the discussion, you know, we get, we get to learn some things that we didn't know about either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's always a fun process to get to connect with people and then to be able to see people who say, oh, I've heard about this, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that it went this particular way or that mm-hmm. I need to know this information. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really helpful for me to take back to my department or mm-hmm. I have to lead a team in manuscript writing. And this gave me a lot of the information that I need to know mm-hmm. to get process started. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about our manuscript writing A to Z mm-hmm. workshop. Mm-hmm. I think also people think about manuscript writing just in terms of like the sections I have to write in a manuscript. Mm-hmm. And that is like several steps down the line. That's of course important, but that's like several steps down the line, right? Yeah. And we sort of go through what are all the steps right, that's going to get you there? What are all the steps that's going to get you there? And like you said, you know, not with the expectation or even not with the falsehood that it's a straight line. It really isn't. But as you're going down, as you're going on the journey, you have the tools, right, in order to sort of, you know, navigate the turns and the twist, right? And you have a community where you can come back to and say, hey, hey, I had this, like, you know, I was told, they, I thought they said turn right, you know, when you see the pear tree, I turned right and it was a big ditch. And I'm like, oh yeah. So this is what should have happened, right? And so being able to, you know, have also that community that you can come back to and sort of, you know, be held accountable but also be able to sort of get sort of those other questions answered. Yeah, exactly. And our manuscript writing A to Z workshop, we will be having a early bird special. So make sure you get get on that email list. You get on our script squad list so that you can get all the information when we drop all the details and the reminders. That is how we communicate all the information about our workshops. So please make sure. And we do offer chess credits. So if you are a certified certified health education specialist, we also offer chess credits for our manuscript writing A to Z workshop as well. So that is something else to note. But I want to ask you this question. We've talked about challenges. We've talked about kind of the process of writing and publishing. But do you remember the feeling you got when you finally got published Mm -hmm. for the first time? Like, what was that experience and what did that feel like? Well, for me, it was like, oh, I could do this. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. But then it also made me think about, oh, now what kind of knowledge or what do I want to put out there through this mechanism, right? It made me start thinking more about my work because I think part of sort of us having a particular focus on community and like public health practitioners Right. Although we welcome researchers, but we're very clear in terms of where this knowledge would be helpful is part of our focus is people even understanding that your work is valid. Your work is worthy to be in these spaces. Like, really, like it is really worthy. And you will be surprised at how these spaces are asking these questions and you throw out a manuscript. You're like, the answer is right here. Like all you had to do was come and ask me, right? Like, so, you know, I think that is also what sort of came for me. Like, okay, you're asking these questions. My work is sort of, you know, in that space and, and figuring that out. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it gives visibility to, you know, your work. It gives visibility. I mean, at least these are the reasons why I got so committed to doing manuscript writing is it gave visibility to my work. It gives visibility to communities that I care about, that I love, that I reflect. And it also gave sort of voice to ways in which we know how to solve these issues. <laughs> like, I don't even know how else to say it, right? And then, you know, it also can be, you know, a way in which you build better partnerships and collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I learned a lot about my coworkers in writing a main script with them. <laughs> I learned a lot, <laughs> you know, good and challenging. So it also helps just, you know, you being a people person and, and having to sort of work better with others around some of these things. Yeah, and I even remember, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to answer that question for myself. What was it like when I finally got published? Because, of course, my first publications were in the biomedical spaces. Right. I was like, finally, I got it done. It was like checking a box off. Yeah, yeah. But now when I tend to work on manuscripts, like you said, it's such a greater purpose, right? Mm And one of the things that I love about just writing in general, especially coming from that biomedical sciences side, is that, you know, in the hard sciences, you got all this jargon, right? Just all this academic speak and whatever. But what I love about writing in general, but also the manuscript writing process now is who I get to write it for. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I can write it in a way that's, more engaging for me, but also going to be more engaging for the reader. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to make these concepts a lot more clear mm-hmm. or sharing the work a lot more clear and that people can read it and be like, oh, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like other times, especially in the hard sciences, you got to read the same sentence about 50 billion times. Right. Because y'all got all them words, all them big yeah. words up in there. Like, <laughs> words that don't even need to be up in there. Exactly. I'm like, can we just say the words in plain language so people understand it? Like, oh, I understand. Forget. Let's start with me. Who's going to use this if they don't understand it? So Mm -hmm. I love that shift in being able to write in a way so that whoever needs to read, whoever my audience is, whoever I'm Mm -hmm. writing it for, Mm -hmm. they can understand it and take it and apply it in whatever way that they need the application because then it becomes a ripple effect you're just not writing it just for somebody to read it like a magazine like oh Mm -hmm. good let me put that down Mm -hmm. like you want to write it so that people can read it and say oh Mm -hmm. that's something i can do that's Mm -hmm. something i can replicate that's something i can do in my community that's an idea so having that ripple effect is so important. And manuscript writing is one of the ways that we can accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And I think also, I mean, as you were talking, it came to me, something came to me, like just, you know, the way in which it's positioned that manuscript writing isn't accessible, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of the trainings I was doing with a community partner. This woman graduated with a master's degree, Okay. And she was like, oh, I can't, you know, the manuscript, writing an article. Oh, my God. I was like, how many papers did you have to write in your master's degree? And she started smiling. I said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. Right. You know, like this way in which we think it's like so. That's why I said when you asked that question, I was like, okay. Like, you know, you've got to know certain things. But 
Like, okay, I've written a paper. I graduated with a, you know, even if I didn't graduate, I know how to put words together and put a paragraph mm-hmm. together, you know? So again, I think for me, and I think what we've accomplished, you know, through the script lab and we will continue to accomplish is making it accessible, mm-hmm. making it accessible. Like you already have the skills. Let's just put the two together, right? Mm-hmm. Get the amazing work that you're doing out there. So in wrapping up, this episode of course i gotta ask you mm. the signature question but for you because you're special i'm gonna give you a two-part question well i don't have to be special girl look <laughs> <laughs> i like how you made like i'm gonna give you extra work but it's because you're special girl you extra, credit, extra credit work because you're special so part one is what brings you joy in your work? Just overall, what brings you joy in your work? But the part two of that is what has brought you joy in seeing, you know, the original idea that you came to me with and then seeing the script lab for public health being born and come to life. Like, what has that been like for you? What brings me joy in my work? I mean, what really, I say to folks, what used to be on my LinkedIn page, I changed it recently, was everything community. Literally, I wake up and that's what I'm about. And that's what brings me like joy. The fact that I'm able to work in community, community that reflects me, the fact that I'm able to be in spaces and, you know, be able to, you know, voice those principles in a way in which it's like no community can show up here. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've worked in academic institutions. I've worked like, you know, I've worked at grassroots organizations. I've worked in in, in government agencies. You know, my consultant, I work with different organizations. And what never fails is people understanding the value of community. And Mm -hmm. even if they don't understand it to a point of humanity, they're like, oh, I know it's important because I'm not going to be able to do this initiative if I don't have community there, right? Mm -hmm. And so what always brings me joy is making sure that communities in space <laughs> wherever I go. You know, a lot of my advocacy work and movement work around African immigrants. African immigrant health has been around if I'm the only person in the room, that means I'm not doing my work, my job. If I'm the only one in the room talking about, you know, whatever I'm talking about, advocating for whatever, then I'm not doing my job. And so being able to be in a space where a community is just there, chilling, relaxing eating fufu, cooking, you know, whatever, jollof rice, whatever, (laughs) goat meat, whatever we do it is what brings me joy, is what I wake up every morning to see. Love that. Love that. So don't forget, you got to answer your extra credit. Oh, God. Okay. What was that? I didn't didn't forget. Oh, (laughs) I was done. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Joy, honestly, I've really sort of appreciated working with you. There's just so many ways in which you've expanded my sort of thinking around how we can do this work. And I think the fact that we give each other space just to be and just to throw out whatever we have in our minds, (laughs) you know, and we challenge each other, you know, it's just another reminder of how powerful Black women can be Mm. and how powerful we are individually and how powerful we are together, you know, and so... Being able to do this with you brings me joy. Being able to see where it's going to sort of take my personal journey and then take whatever our collective journey and then the collective journey of people who, you know, are going to continue to interact with the script Mm -hmm. lab and be a part of the script lab and be on the squad. 
it's just it's I just I'm just excited. Yes. So we are super excited about that together. And like you said, the power of black women, for sure. And so we are in this with you. For those who are listening, we are in this with you. We're going to ride it out. Okay. We're going to ride it out with you. So once again, you can join the script squad at bit.ly slash the script lab. And then also, Chioma, if people want to get in contact with you, if they want to reach you, how can they reach you? Google me. I'm on LinkedIn. So just my first and last name, you'll find me. You'll also find my firm, Ocha Transformations, O-C-H-A Transformations. And so check me out on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the Public Health Joy podcast. It's just amazing. Like you're doing amazing work. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And this is going to wrap up part two of the Public Health Joy podcast. I am so grateful for this time we got to spend together. If you enjoyed this episode, I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For more information on transforming public health research into positive community impact, visit www.joywashington.com. This is where research meets relationship. And I'll see you next time on the Public Health Joy Podcast.